Grab yourself a biscuit. It's the CA3 Cup of Tea series. Hello everyone and welcome to our Cup of Tea series. I'm your host Sarah Wardle from CA3. We've created this podcast for the HR talent community and everyone's welcome. Each month, in the time it takes for us to have a cup of tea and a biscuit, you can listen to us chat with industry experts on the most challenging topics facing HR and talent professionals today. This month, we're lucky to have Simon Crow with us, who is a brand consultant at Crunch Simply Digital. Simon uses data and insight to help clients get the right attraction message in front of the right people at the right time, using his extensive knowledge of digital media. We at CA3 have worked with Crunch on a number of client projects over the last few years and have seen a hugely positive impact of combining data and insight and compelling creative. So we wanted to focus this month on recruitment marketing and the importance of data in articulating your employer brand story. Your employer purpose and values could be spot on, but unless you're communicating using the right channels and in the right way, this message can be lost. So as this is the cup of tea series, Simon, I hope you have got a nice cup of tea. Uh, and even possibly a biscuit ready for our chat. <laughs> I have, absolutely. Excellent. Um, I've got a cookie this morning to keep me going. Um, I'm running out of, of different varieties of biscuits to go through, but um, yeah, it's a new one for me. <laughs> I'm a cho- chocolate digestive. Oh, no. All the way. A classic, a classic choice. Good for Doug. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. So um, we can begin then. Um, Simon, you and I have both worked in this industry for a long time. Uh, and we've seen a huge change in the way people consume media um, with new channels and the ability to understand data on a grand scale. But what has been the biggest change over the last five years, do you think? I think it's the ability to be more targeted and more personal. Uh, that's the biggest change that, that I've seen. I think we can mm. dissect an audience and target them with more and more specific messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... We also get some really useful data on how different audiences are interacting with the creative throughout the whole applicant journey. So this enables us to kind of optimize throughout campaigns, but also have real insight for the next campaigns to work with the likes of yourself to ensure the creative is uh, resonating with the audience. Absolutely. And I mean, the big thing we found, especially working with you guys, is is being able to really personalize that creative for the audience so um you know even on a kind of daily weekly basis um you know we've we've actually worked with you and, and almost had to not just tweak ads but create entirely new creative to, to make something work and when we've seen some data pop up that shows us um some interesting analysis on, on which creative is really pushing all the buttons and which creative isn't working so well for whatever reason absolutely i think we're we're probably quite annoying to some of the creative agencies <laughs> because uh the plan would never be the the same at the end as it is at the start i think when we start and we go live and we analyze and assess the data we'll quickly understand what's working best and what what, what media and, and what format so yes quite often we will come back to the, the client and say we need we need more video or we need more banners or, or whatever because this is where your audience is so Sorry about that. No, it's fine. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> used to being quite agile, you know, um, it's 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 that's how we're used to working now. But like you say, in the old days, it would be 
um, planning a creative campaign maybe over the you know a couple of months and deciding which newspaper to go in and, and actually it's it's obviously totally different now and um, it's about being on the ball and making changes really quickly but um, the the media and the the information is out there now to be able to do that. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's obviously been and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's obviously been a slowdown in recruitment marketing over the last few months um, with lockdown. But some industries are obviously still thriving um, and still need to attract candidates online. Um, have you seen trends in this space and, and what, what's what's happening out there? Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, many people stopped recruiting. Um, there was a spike almost immediately for temporary jobs, uh, retail, driving, warehousing uh, were the were the big winners initially, and then caring and nursing roles as well saw saw quite a spike. But uh, generally, recruitment, like you say, has, uh, has slowed down. But it does feel like it's picking up a bit now. Um, one of the trends we're seeing now are searches around people looking for training or career changes. Mm. So I think that probably is uh, signs of recession that we've seen before. And uh, I think if you're a, a training organisation or uh, you know, a university or a college, probably uh, you're going to see an influx of applications over the next couple of months. And when you talk about data and MI, um, how do you actually identify the right audience? Is there, is there a strict process you follow? And there seems to be so many variables that you can do it kind of be overwhelming to people who maybe don't normally work in a space i think yeah i think data is king um and consciously or not we leave a lot of data all around the internet so that enables our, us to target people really uh effectively i think that the process would be very similar to yourselves uh, and being involved as early as possible always gets the best campaign because that enables us to understand who the audience is where they are and how they're engaging with uh, media and the job process, I suppose. And I think that uh, our best our best briefs and our best results come when we work in hand in hand with the creative organisation and ensure that they're creating the right the right messaging for the audience. Um, and then we can put it in front of the right people. And then we need to also ensure that the landing page and, and the application process fits the audience that we're talking to. So data, data is king. And uh, for us, uh, we, you know, the, the more we know up front, the better job we can do. Yeah. We obviously get data throughout the process, which we, we, we take learnings. But if we could start on the front foot, we get uh, far more successful campaigns. Definitely. Um, we saw this work really well on a campaign we worked together for um, Expedia in Japan. Um, maybe it's worth explaining how this worked for our listeners. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, what a uh, really, really exciting brief for us. Um, every year, their Asia PAC team spent a lot of money visiting recruitment fair in Boston in America uh, to recruit just five to 10 interns for roles back in Japan. Um, and the, the team there wanted to prove that this could be done in a, a more uh, innovative and cost-effective way. Um, so with you developing... Uh, a brand awareness campaign for a very specific audience. They needed to be Japanese nationals looking for internships in Japan who spoke perfect Japanese and perfect English. So it's quite a, a niche audience. <laughs> so we needed a uh, strong, engaging creative. We needed somewhere to send them so they could find all the information because obviously they'd be working the other side of the world. Um, but we used programmatic advertising um, and hyper-local advertising uh, in 
Japan, Australia, and the US. And uh, Hyperlocal, as I said, at a recruitment fair in Boston. So we could get in front of the people at the fair without actually being there. Um, and it worked really, really well. I mean, if we do, do say ourselves, you know, <laughs> I think um, uh, twofold. It worked for raising awareness. We don't tend to measure impressions too much unless it's a brand awareness piece. But I think um, they needed to raise their brand and they needed to raise their awareness. So getting your creative in front of that many people is, is a really strong start. But to follow that through with um, great click-through rates and ultimately uh, well over 400 applications, of which um, I think nearly 20% were qualified and suitable for the role. So they, they, they had more than enough to, to fill the roles that they, they got available. Definitely. It achieved them a lot more diversity across the campaign because they weren't just going to one event. And um, you worked on segmented targeting. So each audience that you identified right at the very beginning from the research that was done, um, we worked out that we actually had to create multilingual ads, multi-channel ads. Um, and I think even the interns even generated their own content from the microsite. So um, it was it was a very um, detailed strategy. Um, but I think in the end, it, it it had about 8 million impressions or, or there was big numbers like that, which which the client was very happy with. Yeah, I think it even won a, won a couple of awards, which was always nice for a creative team when they win awards. But I'm sure for every team. <laughs> Absolutely. We love them as much yeah. as the next one. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Um, so um, moving on from from Expedia, uh, what, what channels are your current clients you know, using for recruitment pur- purposes? Are there, are there any that are really proving really effective during this time? I think um, it really depends on the target audience as a rule of thumb. Um, most campaigns would be a mix of search, so the people who are actively looking, um, as well as passive audiences, so whether that be programmatic or socially. Um, programmatic data that's available now is so targeted. It not only enables us to find the right demographic of person and skill set and qualifications, but also we can target by mindset and cultural fit. So it enables us to to get adverts in places that you wouldn't expect a recruitment advert to be in front of the right people. Social media is is, is really strong. Um, Facebook has been strong for a number of years. Now they've got the integration of Instagram and WhatsApp. It means that they have a really strong offering, the ability um, to book events, also fill application forms out and make it really easy for an applicant to apply for a job. I guess we just need to get the applicant tracking systems to catch up with that to talk to each other that's that's the key isn't it yeah absolutely elements working hand in hand the new kid on the block is tiktok yes and uh that is showing some amazing engagement rates uh, we are only a couple of months in to having full access to the back office of tiktok but already we're seeing engagement rates of four four and a half times than we would expect to get on facebook so uh, I, th- I expect to see many early careers campaigns, uh, graduate campaigns this year uh, involving TikTok as, as part of their plan for sure. Definitely. And, and do you have clients currently u- using it as a, as a recruitment tool or is it mainly in the general um, advertising space? No, uh, the, the early adopters were the colleges and universities mm-hmm. who we also work with. But yes, people are already starting to uh, launch pre graduate and early careers campaigns and as part of a brand awareness section of the campaign tiktok is uh, is very much in the mix 
Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing some of those and hopefully working with the medium uh, very soon. Um, as we've mentioned for Expedia, good creative will articulate the employer brand in the right way for the channel being used. An organisation's employer brand is arguably more... I can't say the word arguably. <laughs> as we've mentioned, an organisation's employer brand is arguably more important than ever. Have you, Simon, seen any other good examples of this recently? Yeah, I think um, well, at the start of the, the lockdown, I thought what was really interesting were the supermarkets that were getting incredible numbers of applications of people looking for driving and, and shelf filling roles. And they almost, well, they didn't need to advertise. And then people were just, just coming to them and, and they knew where to go. So I thought that was a it was a really nice um Nice use of, uh, of of the brand and, and, and a safe place to work, a nice place to work, a caring place to work, doing the right thing, mm -hmm. all those nice things that you want to get out of an employer brand. Um, outside of the, the EVP world, I, I think I quite like what Nationwide have been doing with their poems oh, yeah. uh, on their TV. I think, I think that builds, builds a nice brand. Um, and also Amazon. Amazon have been trying to do it with their behind the scenes and, and seeing what goes on in their warehouse, warehouses, obviously, at this really busy time for them. So I think um, they're doing a great job in building relationships with their clients. And, and time will tell whether this transposes into recruitment and whether they see an upturn in recruitment for them. Over the over the recent couple of months, there are probably two that stand out for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess in terms of of, of what channel they're using as well, um, it's interesting to see. So the the poems as well, that kind of um, using a variety of different media. Um, you know, not just TV, but actually looking at really specific social media ways of doing it. I think they've been really really clever in that. Yeah, for sure. And I think it shows that that user generated content is really strong and it does make you uh, feel closer to the brand when you can see that it's a real person talking and a real person and we've seen many of these uh, adverts you know have been shot on on iPhones or or home computers and and actually for me that that's a really nice thing and I, I personally think that we'll probably see more of that even on the other side of uh, of this uh, this lockdown cool i think that's probably everything we've got time for now simon but thank you so much being our um, guest on our podcast thank you very much and i'll go and have another biscuit yeah good idea um and if you want to hear anything else about what simon and i've been talking about today um then please subscribe to our podcast here um, and follow us on linkedin for more information ca3 is an award-winning employer brand agency they're also the creators of eli very engaging onboarding tech to find out more type ca3 into google